Doesn't that song say it all? Lord, I love You and I love to say Your name. That's Blair. That's who he was. I don't have to preach a sermon to you this afternoon because you've already heard the sermon. Blair Murray lived the sermon before you. He showed us how it's done. That's been my phrase this last week. Well, he showed us how it's done. That's how you do it. You want to know how it's done? Right there. He showed us how to be a great man. A great person. I struggled all week to figure out what to preach at Blair's memorial service. He was an impossible man to summarize. With his love of family and music, his church, his airplanes, his work ethic, his humor, food, people, ministry, Bible, doctrine, relationships, prayer, missions. He did everything with zest. And it was impossible to summarize it all. But I did come up with one word, and that word was great. Blair Murray was a truly great man. Now in the the world's thinking, you are great if you have success and status and stuff. And Blair wasn't at the top of our society, a great man in that meaning. But Blair was truly great by the standard of greatness set by the Lord Jesus Christ. If you turn in your Bibles with me to the Gospel of Mark chapter 10, I want to take you to a passage that shows that Blair was a truly great man. Mark chapter 10, verses 42 through 45. In this chapter, Jesus' disciples were arguing with one another about, get this, who was the greatest among them. I'll bet that was a really profitable conversation. I'm the greatest. No, I'm the greatest. So our Lord Jesus kind of had a little team huddle and He and he got them together and He gave them a lesson in true greatness. This is what He said, Mark 10.42. Jesus called them together and said, You know those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them? And their high officials exercise authority over them? Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give His life as a ransom for many. Notice that it's not a bad thing to want to be great. Verse 43 says that it is a noble thing to want to be great. So when I say that Blair Murray was a truly great man, that's an honorable thing, and an honorable thing for everyone here to aspire to. To want that people would say that at your memorial service. Do you want them to say that in your memorial service? Because your memorial service is coming too. Perhaps soon. We don't know when it's going to be, do we? Did anybody guess two weeks ago that we would be having this memorial service today for Him? Your memorial service is coming soon too. What do you want them to say about you? It's a good thing to want them to say you were a truly great person and to mean it. And in fact, to meet the Lord's definition of great. can't be the world's definition. Jesus says the world defines it by power and authority. Verse 42, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. And it wasn't with Blair. Blair didn't need authority. Or to lord it over people that he was in charge. He wasn't the top dog. He was a servant. And that made him truly great. 
what Jesus says in verse 43. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. That's what made Blair great. He was a servant through and through. And everybody here can testify to that. That's why you drove in today or flew in. Everybody here has been served by Blair. How did he do it all? How did he do all that serving when he was given just the same amount of time in the day as the rest of us? Think of all the things he did just for you. And how much of that was serving you. How quick he was to drop everything to do what you needed. In the last month, I have asked him for rides. I have called him to borrow tools. I've called him to bring a hedge trimmer to the church on short notice, like we need it now. I've called him to borrow a vehicle, take it, park it somewhere, and leave the country, and then come back and get it. And every time I called, he was there. No complaining. In fact, joy in serving. Sometimes I feel bad I call him so often, but I know he loved it. How many places did he serve here at the church? He'd been an elder for like three decades. And then when he was done showing us how to be an elder, he showed us how to be an elder that goes off the board. He was to lead worship here on Sunday. He was to lead the prayer meeting on Wednesday. I had to call Wally on Wednesday morning. Blair was going to lead prayer meeting tonight. Nobody thought of it. We were all going to show up and look at our Bibles and know who was going to be in charge. Blair was going to do that. I came in this morning to turn on the heat. Okay, and these thermostats, there's his handwriting. Last time the battery was replaced. He was to serve on the nominating committee this fall. Those are just a slice, right? I didn't mention the things he did for you. Everybody here has a story of how he served them. He was a joyful servant of all, and that made him in Jesus' eyes, which are the only eyes that really count, truly great. The Lord, whom he loved to say his name, has now greeted him in glory and said to him something like, Well done. Good and faithful servant. Come and share your master's happiness. You thought Blair was joyful before? Now he's sharing in the joy of his master who has said, well done. Well done, Blair. Well done. You have shown us how it's done. Now it's our job, we who are left, to follow his example. Blair was unreplaceable, okay? None of us are going to be Blair Murray. Who wants to take his place? Who wants to fill those shoes? They're too big to fill for any one person. But we all need to step up our game. We all need to become servants like he was. And then we can be truly great as well. Friends, some of you need comfort. Blair believed in the sovereignty of God. He preached it. He believed that God was in control of all the details of life, including the trials and tribulations of life. It's not like they got out of God's hands. Yesterday I went through my folder of letters and notes from Blair over the years. I just brought a couple of them up here. He was always writing me little encouraging notes about things that he was learning, especially if it related to a sermon I had recently preached. This one here. 
It was written on the back, on the back of a placemat from the bell, right? <laughs> I understand he stopped going to restaurants. He said, I turned over a new leaf. I never believed that one. But he was always writing. He says, great messages were written on the back of dinner napkins. I feel this great message is long overdue. It's simply a warm thank you to you and Heather for being who you are. This is how he ends this letter. My prayer for you both, Matt and Heather, is that you would continue to find yourselves alive in Christ all through the day and night. Enjoying Him in everything we do makes life simply great. Now listen. For me... Just knowing I will never be blindsided by something that escaped God's attention gives great confidence. Did you hear that? You might need comfort this afternoon. You're struggling with how God could allow a tragedy as we all experienced last Monday. Blair says to have faith in God's sovereignty. For me, he says, just knowing I will never be blindsided by something that escaped God's attention, gives great confidence. He, he knows we'll be blindsided. We know that Blair was blindsided last week. And we were all blindsided last week. But he says, never are we blindsided by something that has escaped our Father's attention. You see the, you see the difference there? We didn't know it was coming, but God did. It wasn't like it slipped past Him. Blair's God is sovereign, and that gives us all the comfort that we need so that we don't understand, but we know who does, and we can trust in Him. Blair was a truly great man by Jesus' definition, and we need to follow his example of serving others, but Blair would be upset with me if I made this sermon all about Blair because Blair was not the name he loved to say. It was an even more truly great man that Blair would want me to talk about this afternoon. And that's the Son of Man from verse 45. The Son of Man was the perfect example of servanthood. Verse 45, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a ransom for many. Jesus didn't come the first time to be served. He deserved it. If anyone deserved service, it was Jesus. But He came to be a servant. And here's how He did it. He died on the cross for those who would believe in Him. He showed us that He was going to do that the night He washed His disciples' feet. Do you remember that? The night he, night He was betrayed? I once washed Blair Murray's feet at a family Bible week one summer. We acted out this illustration from John 13. Blair told me later that nobody can touch his feet without him going through the roof in ticklishness. But that day, God gave him the blessing of being able to have his feet washed. And what were we acting out? We were acting out Jesus, our Lord, wrapping a towel around himself and acting like a servant as a visual illustration of what he came to do. He came to serve. And he did it in the extreme Jesus gave His life as a ransom. He died in our place on the cross. He took our place. He served us by by paying the debt that we had racked up for our sins. 
That's what the ransom was. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a ransom for many. We call that the Gospel. It's the good news, the message that Blair most loved to share. Blair was a Gospel man. He was an evangelist. Blair wanted everyone he knew and everyone he met and everyone he loved to know Jesus and trust in His ransom for their sins. Everybody here has heard Blair talk about the Gospel. Not everyone here has believed that Gospel yet. He was just telling me about people for whom he's praying to know, trust, and love Jesus and to not walk away from Jesus. He's been praying for some of you for some time. Blair wanted and wants to see you again and spend eternity with him praising the Savior all the day long. We know where Blair is. Do you know that you will be where he is someday? Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Are you part of that many who have put their faith and trust in Jesus? Blair's death has shaken me deeply. I am grieving hard because I loved him and I miss my friend. But his death can bear much fruit, like Bethany talked about, in my life. If I consider his truly great example of servanthood and aspire to be like him, and if I point people to the Savior whose name Blair loved to say, I invite you to trust in Jesus as your Savior and your Lord. To put your faith in him and what Jesus did for you on the cross, your ransom paid so that your sins are forgiven and your promised eternal life, the life that Blair is right now experiencing in full. Blair invited you, and I invite you, to receive Jesus so that you can sing with Him, Lord, I love to say Your name. Let's pray together. Lord, thank You for Blair's life and example. Thank You for his message. Thank You that he was a truly great man. But thank You that He got that greatness by pointing to one who is even greater, the Lord Jesus Christ, who also didn't just come to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a ransom for many. I pray that everyone in this room, everyone, would turn from their sins and trust in this Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Blair probably made some people feel uncomfortable by talking about Jesus all the time. But it's because he loved them. Because he loved Jesus and he loved this person and he wanted the two to know each other. He was introducing people to the one who he loved to say his name. I pray, Father, that even right now you'd be making those introductions. That each person here, that anyone here who has not yet trusted in Jesus as their Savior and Lord would do so right now. Would, would cry out internally from their heart to you of their need to be rescued, to be ransomed from their sin. And to receive this Savior, this Lord, this one of whom we've sang is so wonderful beyond comprehension. And know Jesus as their own Lord and Savior, the way Blair did. 
He is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father through Him. But everyone who comes through Him gets to the Father. Would you do that in somebody's heart right now? Lord, I pray that we would all step up our game and follow our Savior's example and follow your servant Blair's example in being servants ourselves. That's going to mean a little bit of death, a little bit of sacrifice, a little bit of change, maybe a lot of change, to start serving the people around us in love. But that's how you become truly great. Would you do that, Lord, in all of us? And would you comfort this family and friends that are hurting because they've lost something truly great? I pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen.